What's up, guys? Welcome back to Storytime with Uncle Reddit. My name's John, and this is r slash Tales from Tech Support. Well, it's been a pretty interesting day so far. Had a couple comments on yesterday's Entitled Parents video on the other channel. One of them says, I never used to be this annoying. I don't know that I've changed, but maybe? Evidently, it was over the fact that there was an acronym, NC, capital NC, and my brain went immediately to North Carolina in the story. The story's context was a little weird, but it was mostly because of the way it was written, and I went with North Carolina. It was actually no contact, so sorry. I admit when I make mistakes, that was one of my mistakes, so uh, it's going to happen when you read stories cold, and unfortunately, sometimes things do slip through, so sorry about that. It is what it is. Anyway, let's do some tech support. Just shut off call forwarding when you're sick. I work at a state agency as the IT guy. A few years ago, some part of our operations got spun out into a newly formed federal agency, which I'll call Agency 1. During this, some of our staff transferred over as well, and we had a support contract to provide their offices in our region with IT support and lent them some notebooks and monitors until their IT department's up and running, and all management was done. This contract would expire in a few months anyway. It was a Thursday. Me and one of our on-site trainees went to the local office of Agency 1 to replace a broken switch. Their boss, let's call him Joe for now, came up to us and asked, already in an annoyed tone, when we would finally take our hardware, because they got their own now and ours would just take up space. I told them that I can't decide that right now, as our contract states that for stuff like that we need a written confirmation, just an informal email with, we don't need your stuff anymore, please take it back, and that it would take a few days to rent a truck to transport all the hardware. Joe's still pissed, but he accepts it. We replace their switch and drive back to our office. The next day, our boss gives us the green light to take back their hardware. I order a truck, and our trainee calls Joe just to give him the date, whilst I write an email to the rest of Agency 1's staff to inform them to put their stuff on the floor outside their rooms if they're not going to be on location that day. I hear our trainee on the phone. This is Mr. X from IT. I'm calling to inform you that we would pick up the hardware on Tuesday. Then suddenly, I hear Joe screaming from the trainee's telephone. No, trainee didn't put Joe on speaker. He just screamed loud enough for me to hear him two desks away. Joe was furious and said stuff along the lines of, why the F would you idiots take away our hardware? We still need those. As our trainee was nearly tearing up, I signaled to him that I would take over. I then told Joe that if they still need the hardware, we can stop everything, and I'll talk to our boss on how we could manage the rest. After that, Joe hung up and I thought that would be it, and I went to our IT commerce department to talk with them about whether or not we can put the cancellation fees for the truck on Agency 1's bill. When walking past my boss's office, he calls me in and says that Joe was furious. Why would our trainee call him on his private phone when he's at home sick? I told him the trainee called on his desk phone at the office and that Joe already pretty much brought the trainee to tears. The next time we went to their office, Joe came storming out of his office, screaming at us. Screaming at us, asking which of us idiots would be the one that called him. Before I could react, our trainee raised his hand. Joe then ran over to him, trying to do God knows what. I just pulled trainee behind me. Joe tried to grab onto me and I pushed Trini out through the door behind us. Never seen him run this fast down the stairs to the building's door. That was the last time I saw Joe. Okay, this is my opinion only, but I kind of think Joe is on the uh, bipolar side maybe and maybe missing some medication or diagnosis so he can get medication. Allegedly. That's just my opinion, but uh, that's exactly what it sounds like. Flipping the switch, saying one thing one day and another thing another day. Mood, well, his mood was pretty consistent, so we, we can't really use that as a gauge. But seriously, 
I mean, what is wrong with this guy? Obviously, he's not cut out for management if this is the way he's going to act towards everything that goes on. I understand some of these jobs can be high pressure, especially in a newer office, but, you know, come on. Get your act together. Client going to transfer colleagues because they don't know that they don't know their username. For some context, I work help desk as a student worker who's currently in college studying IT. Like with most universities, we have a lot of online students. Recently, this semester, we rolled out two-factor authentication, and it's been causing some issues. But for the most part, they can resolve it in two minutes. I had a lady call and say that she needs a bypass code. When they get to this bypass code screen, that means they didn't activate it on their phone in time, and we need to activate it for them. We can find users by two ways, by their username and by their phone number. If they didn't enroll with their phone number, we can just add it with their username. But they'll need to know their username. Lady calls, tells me she's seeing this bypass code screen. I ask her for her username and she doesn't remember. Mind you, she just logged in as she's seeing this screen. So I asked for a phone number and it doesn't pop up in the system. I asked if she recently changed it and she said no. I said, is there any way you can remember your username? Because this is the only way I can activate it then. She legit told me F that crap. Been dealing with this stuff for two months now. Midterm is next week, by the way. I'm just going to transfer to this other school because you guys are effing useless. My first thought is, you couldn't get in for two months, now why are you just calling in? Were you missing classes for two months and you didn't think to contact anyone? And plus the refund period's passed, I don't think you're getting your money back. The good news is, I probably won't have to deal with her again. It sounds to me like, you know, somebody's fairly fresh in college and still not out of that party phase. Uh, some people never get out of the party phase, let's face it. But, uh, it doesn't sound like she really put a whole lot of effort into anything at school if she couldn't even be bothered for two months to remember her username, password, whatever. So Some people are entitled enough to think that we, the rest of the world, should have them covered with everything. I have a feeling if she ever gets pulled over by the cops, everything will be everybody else's fault except for her. Oh, and she'll know her rights. I know my rights. I was family tech support. While still living in Pennsylvania, we had given my mom my significant other's old MacBook Pro when we upgraded. We moved off to Seattle. That's a three-hour time difference. One morning, we were both getting dressed for work when she called. Abnormal because no one calls me unless someone's in the hospital. Sometimes not even then. Dead, sometimes not even then. Or in the hospital, sometimes not even then. Did they repeat hospital twice? For the life of me, I can't recall what she said was happening with the computer. I'm trying to probe information out of her while getting dressed. On the way to work and as I walk down the hall to the office door. Then she says something that makes me ask, are you still using the MacBook? Her. No, it died a while back. Me, having died inside and joined the MacBook in the 8th level of hell. Mom, how are you following my instructions? Her. I know you're a Mac person, but... Me. That has nothing to do with anything. They're very different in... And she cuts me off and says, fine, I'll never ask you for help again. And she never has. Problem sorted. What's the issue? She took care of it herself. She won't ask you for help anymore. <laughs> he gave her a MacBook when you upgraded. And uh, instead of just asking a reasonable question and getting reasonable help, she just wanted to play this poor me game. Another one that takes no responsibility for herself, evidently. I hate when people want to try to play with your emotions and say, Oh, no, never mind. I just won't ask you for help anymore. Oh, yeah. You're hurting me a whole lot here. Don't threaten me with a good time. Getting my 70-plus-year-old aunt to connect to the internet. I got a phone call while at work on Tuesday. My aunt's computer wasn't connecting to the internet. I said, call back the next day when I'm not at work. It's about 8 a.m. the next day, Wednesday. While still very asleep, I got rang up. After a quick bit of troubleshooting, it appeared her wireless card was disconnected or broken. 
They offered to do a video call to show me the PC. I talked them through uninstalling the network drivers and device manager and restarting the PC and that I'd call them back shortly. After doing my morning routine of cleaning myself, getting dressed and using the loo, I called my aunt back. She showed me the PC and there was no wireless card to be found and nothing on the PC indicating she had one. She was, however, connected to her old router for a provider she stopped using a year ago. I realized fairly quickly what had happened, as I'd seen and heard about it before on more than one occasion. She hadn't unplugged anything when she canceled and the provider was slow about canceling, so she'd had a year of connection to her old provider before they got around to canceling it. I bought a USB wireless card online and had it sent to her house. It arrived on Thursday, but she was busy and would have to deal with it today, Friday. I sent her a brief message advising her to plug it in, let it set up, and connect with her wireless key. I got a message this morning it wasn't working, so I advised her to restart both her router, the PC, and disconnect her old device while this was happening. This fixed her problem, and she's now connected. Yep, my 70 plus year old aunt, who to be fair isn't that bad when it comes to computers, and her Photoshop skills are superb, she has a hobby of restoring old family photos, managed to pretty much set up her own wireless connection, having not done it before with very little help, once she had the right tools. I'm very proud of her. She only needed a little bit of help as she carried out the wireless adapter and network setup flawlessly. Well, that was wholesome. You know, it's funny, not, not all older people are totally tech inept. I find that there's certain things that I'm lagging in because I don't use certain things anymore or things have changed technologically since I've, you know, dove deep into some of this tech stuff. It's funny because until I got this PC tower here, I never knew what an M.2 drive was. I never had one, so it really didn't matter to me. Actually, I may have had one on one of my laptops, but I never opened it up, so didn't really look, didn't really care. But now that I know they exist and their prices are comparable and they're small and they, they run well and they're fast, any external drive I get from here on out is going to be M.2. So love that. Anyway, you can teach an old dog new tricks, and sometimes the old dog already knows the tricks. They just need a little push to get started. Whack, whack, whack. So a few days ago, it was a fairly normal day in the office. My compadre and I are busier than usual. We're finalizing setup upstairs for a training meeting next week that required us to scrounge up every unused PC that isn't an antique, preparing a package to get a new location opened. And that's all on top of tickets that range from daily database maintenance to helping the hapless to get the occasional hair puller where we have to try and get help from vendors that don't exactly have the best customer service. All in all, we're pretty focused on our workload. Meanwhile, whack, whack, whack. We hear a manager who's in the office from their store this week hitting his phone to try to get it to work. It's not abnormal to hear percussive maintenance going on from time to time. Folks getting frustrated with their mice or keyboards when their PC locks up for a few seconds while processing something. So we mostly brush it off. I wind up taking a long call to resolve some issues at another store. Whack, whack, whack. Still on the call trying to sort out some connection issue with a printer or scanner if I recall. Whack, whack, whack. The manager's starting to just continuously beat his phone. It's getting to the point where it's hard to focus on any other work. Whack, whack, whack. Finally, I get up and check what's going on. This guy is repeatedly whacking the phone, not on the edge of his desk, but on his cane, all because the screen won't respond. I wonder why. And he's trying to turn off the flashlight feature. I take the phone, use the buttons on the side to turn the phone off and back on, deactivating the flashlight, and hand it back to him. Yeah, I'm all about percussive maintenance once in a while, but I find that most modern devices really don't like percussive maintenance. Old printers? No problem. Pick it up as flat as you can, let it fall on the desk from a height of about four to six inches, and it would straighten a lot of alignment stuff right out. 
old CRT monitors or tube TVs, nice little slap to the side or a kick if it's a big console set. And usually your settings would reset themselves and everything would be fine for a couple weeks. New flat screen monitors and all this other stuff. Yeah, it does not appreciate any of the abuse for sure. So, uh, yeah, there are still some old machines. I've got a, a fan in this window behind me. It's, you know, it's one of those little two blade fans, you know, for drawing air in or pushing air out. And uh, one of the blades, the bearings are starting to go in it. And uh, once in a while, I stick something in the in the birdcage there to get the fan turning manually with like a pocket knife or a ruler or something. And most of the time, the fan will start turning on its own and everything's fine as long as it's running. Uh, sometimes even that won't help. So I pick up the fan and slap it on the windowsill a couple of times and it fires right up. Of course, it's been percussed so many times now that there's a loose uh, bracket in there that's kind of floating around inside. And if I tip it the wrong way, the bracket actually stops the fan blades from turning. So yeah, now I guess it's time to buy it. Oh, hello. I guess it's time to buy a new fan. This is Dimey, in case you didn't know. He's one of our more neurotic cats. Maybe I'll hang out for a little bit. When bosses make ridiculous assumptions. I've had the same from two bosses as two different clients this week and it's driven me mad. Case one, the phone system that went wrong. My company attempted to deploy a new phone system for a client with a very angry boss. He also believes himself to be a technical guru, when in fact he's not. I get called into these things as I understand networks. I'm nothing to do with phone systems themselves. Long story short, the phone supplier's provisioning server had some incorrect information that was causing half the phones to home to a phone server address from years ago. However, at 10 p.m. at night, the people deploying this didn't know it, and so the boss of the client is searching for any reason for this to be happening. And he thinks he's found it. No, he doesn't think. He knows! He's on the Meraki config? He's checking the difference between the port config of a phone that is working and one that has come up with the wrong configuration. He's found a difference. RSTP is set to forwarding on the port on the working phone and is disabled on the port of the non-working phone. The boss is in angry mode, which means if he doesn't understand something, he gets even angrier. It took 45 minutes to explain to him that the settings for rapid spanning tree protocol for those phone ports would have absolutely nothing to do with why phone 1 has pulled the correct config from a provisioning server on the internet and why phone 2 has pulled the incorrect config from the same provisioning server on the internet and to give him a breakdown of what RSTP actually is. Case number two, brick dust versus ILO. A client had some new cables run. Drilling was involved, and then the phone call with the magic words came. Ever since your, which in this case, ever since your man was in and doing drilling, our server's been making really loud noises like it's going to take off. It must be clogged with brick dust. I'm typing this right now on the site. I took the case off. A minor bit of dust clogging, but no brick dust. Gave the server a dose of air duster just in case. Then what do we see? ILO errors. The flash in this 7-year-old server is going, and the ILO errors that align with the fans going into takeoff mode. A flash of firmware and a reset of the flash storage seems to have calmed it down, but if it comes back, then the answer is to buy a warranty and get the mainboard replaced. But reality means I'm going to have to argue with the client, that despite articles from HP and error logs, he's still going to blame it on the drilling. I could understand asking questions if that's what you think it is, and, and giving your opinion on what you think it is. And the tech will come and look at it and look into it and let you know if that's actually what the problem is. But, you know, just to keep assuming that that's, you know, you know better. So therefore it's going to be X, Y, or Z, no matter what. And it's just simple, man. 
Never understood people staying that angry and that wrong for so long, but what are you going to do? YouTube thinks you're going to enjoy this video right here, so uh, go ahead and give it a click. And until the next one, we'll see you. Right, Tommy? Mm-hmm. See you later, guys.